Welcome to the College Complete Podcast. I'm Claudia, your host, where I give you bite-sized advice, personal anecdotes, and tips and tricks on all things college and university. I am super excited to finally have on my first guest. Her name is Tate, and I will give her the floor in just a moment, but I just wanted to say thank you again for any future guests, any current guests who is as of right now, Tate, and any of our audience members, thank you so much for consistently listening and being ready to take on everything and anything college and university related. All right, Tate, the floor is yours if you'd like to start by introducing yourself. Awesome. Thank you, Claudia, for having me on your podcast. This is a real treat um, to get to share kind of my experience um, with college, you know, the before college jitters, the during college jitters. I don't know if they ever go away, uh, <laughs> but definitely a, a, another perspective. And I had the opportunity to actually go to school with Claudia. Um, and we, you know, we had similar groups um, that we did things together, but I think we also had our own unique experiences. So I'm happy to provide that perspective here today. Um, but like Claudia shared, my name is Tate Vangelo. I am 23 years old. I graduated from Nova Southeastern University in 2020, so not actually a real graduation, uh, but that's okay. It was a virtual one. To me, college really isn't about walking across the stage to get a diploma. That's definitely fair for individuals who maybe that's, you know, you're the first person in your family to do that. That's great. Um, But for me, it was about the experiences that I had during my four years on campus that really made my experience so special and I think um, I benefited from it in that way. So I graduated with my degree in marine biology and minors in psychology, honors transdisciplinary studies, and psychology. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tate. Honestly, it has been such a treat to be in the same circles as you, to have sort of grown throughout those four years, getting to know you and being not only a friend to you, but also being able to see you in leadership opportunities. It was honestly such a treat. So thank you again for coming on to my podcast. And <laughs> thank you. No, it was a treat to be with you as well. I know you were actually my mentor. I believe it was my freshman and my sophomore year, a little freshman tape. That's crazy to think back to then. But yeah, I was, you know, right off the bat, we met each other. And I'm so grateful to have, you know, had you in my life during college and still now. Thank you. It's, it definitely has felt funny coming full circle. And I, I know that we re- recently reconnected on LinkedIn and I have fully dove into LinkedIn and I will make a separate podcast about that. Um, but yeah. I, it, it's a great platform and I was super excited to be able to reconnect with you. Um, so I just want to jump into the real real meat and potatoes real quick and ask you, this might be you know a heavy question, but take your time to decide what was your favorite thing about college overall? Yeah, so I think that's a heavy question, but for me, it's it's easily answered in two words, and that would be people and growth. Um, I think college is great. You go to get an education, and you probably are learning things and trying things that you have never done before, but ultimately, you get out of college what you put into college, and I think that really goes to the testament of talking about relationships. So building friendships, building connections with professors, you know, asking people if they would be a mentor. I think that's one of the best experiences. And now I've ended up with some of my lifelong friends, lifelong mentors out of college. Um, But again, it's what you put into it. So you have to make an effort to make those friendships, um, to make those relationships, as well as work on them. You know, um, relationships take work and you have to work on them over time. So especially during a pandemic, that was a little bit challenging. But, you know, like you said, coming full circle again, 
after pandemic with people is also exciting to see where they are now. Um, so definitely people is one of my favorite things about um, my college experience, the people I met and where um, I started with them and where I am now with them, um, as well as just the personal growth. College is going to be uncomfortable. Um, but that's probably a good thing because that means that you're trying things you've never done before and you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. Um, and you're going to see a lot of personal growth from the time you go to orientation to the time you graduate. And it's hard to believe, you know, whether you do that in three years or four years or whatever that looks like for you. It's hard, you know, it's hard to believe and look back at, wow, that's where I started and here's where I am now. And I think that gives you hope for the future, too, when you look forward to a professional career. For sure. I love that. And I love that your answer was not necessarily something that would like come off as like a, an immediate experience. It was the overall, it was two different things. And it wasn't just like, Oh, my favorite was going to this party. I, I, <laughs> I love that it had like actual substance in terms of being able to share with a lot of people who I think have a very hopefully similar mindset in, in how we want to grow especially with this podcast and recognizing that there are so many things that you're going to go through in college. So I really appreciate you being so open and honest about, you know, the, the growth and all that we go through in college. Cause it is a, t a huge time of exploration, growth, finding yourself out, finding your career path, opening yourself up to new opportunities. So thank you for that. That was awesome. Yeah, of course. Um, my, my next thing is based on that. What is, probably your, not necessarily your biggest, but something you hold true to yourself in terms of advice for new and prospective students? Yeah, so I think that every new student's um, journey is going to be different in college, depending on where you go. You know, Claudia, Claudia, you and I went to a school that's rather small and actually has big graduate programs, but a small or undergraduate, but someone like, you know, my sister, she goes to University of Florida. And so, you know, for a new student, for her, my advice might be a little bit different. But here are some big pieces of advice I feel like that are generalized across all students is that you need to get involved. So it's easy when you step into an uncomfortable situation, which college is uncomfortable, but uncomfortable in a good way. It's, you know, known as good anxiety is to just kind of shut yourself off and really just control the things you can control, whether that's staying in your dorm room or just going to your classes, um, you know, and keeping it simple. But you really should step out and get involved because that's really how you're going to get the best experience out of college. Like I shared, you get out of college what you put into college. It's kind of that, you know, that work ratio that, I mean, for most things in life, that's how it works is you get what you put on into it. So I would say get involved, whether that's in clubs and organizations, um, in Greek life, in sports, whatever that looks like for you, there's definitely going to be something on your campus um, where you belong. And I think finding those people that you belong with will make you feel like you have a home at college. And I think that's so important. And when making those new friends, especially as a freshman or a first year student or a transfer student, whatever that looks like for you, remember that there's other people in the same boat as you and everyone is new. So it's almost like kindergarten um, where everybody's going in and kind of needs this new support group and these new friends. Um, and they likely don't have that yet. Um, and so you just got to find your people and get involved um, and really establish that for yourself um, because that's something so special that can last a lifetime, I think. Um, and going off of that building relationships, I think this even goes into um, a professional and academic setting, is that you should really um, start to build relationships early, whether that's with professors or mentors um, or whatever that looks like for your circumstance of what you're involved in. Um, go to professors' office hours, sit with them, talk with them, you know, maybe share where your head is at, where what you want to do after college. Or if you don't know, that's okay, because sometimes they're going to have advice or they're going to have an experience that 
maybe that's not what you want to do, but it's going to help shape and mold you along those four years. So building those relationships early, I think is so important rather than your senior year, trying to get to know a professor for the first time and only going to office hours once or twice, and then asking them to write a recommendation letter or look over your resume. They'll more than likely do it because they're happy to see their students succeed, but building that relationship over four years or whatever your time at college looks like, I think is so important. And then this is, this is so minor advice, but use tutoring or any sort of academic help on campus. I think I viewed when I came on the campus, um, tutoring is something that was for students who are struggling. And that's really not the case. Honestly, the tutoring center on our campus, you saw some of the brightest minds there um, utilizing those resources because tutoring is just something to help fine tune those skills or get that extra help outside the classroom or just have somebody word it in a different way. So even though the other two things were kind of big about building relationships, I think utilizing campus resources like tutoring or even mental health resources are so important in that setting. And it's really just helping support yourself and building that support system, whether it's friends, academics, um, health um, services on campus to, um, you know, kind of go through this phase of life and you're the one taking charge. So find those support services for yourself. I completely agree. I love all that advice. Honestly, you guys are hearing it from like the best source ever. Tate was an amazing student and super involved. She knew like everybody on campus and I, and I always loved being able to see people who were you know, in my same circles or a little bit younger than me and going out and like doing the most that they could and still being able to balance their lives and still be healthy. I'm all about health and I love when people can actually maintain that balance. You know, it's not just like a show. It's not for this or for that. It's it's to be able to actually maintain that balance and live a healthy, happy lifestyle while getting that degree, while going out to find your career path. And Tate really does embody that. So I, I love everything you said, and I completely agree with going to utilize the resources. It's super, super important. When you recognize a resource on campus, being able to go and actually utilize it because A, you've probably paid for it with your tuition if you don't realize that already, or B, that it, it could actually help you even advance more, even if you don't think it's something you necessarily need. Like a lot of what you said, you know, with tutoring and students, a lot of students don't recognize that tutoring is, like you said, something even for the smartest person in the class. Tutoring is still super helpful because there will always be somebody who maybe knows a different way of explaining something or a different way of understanding something that we can gain from in knowledge and in understanding and maybe like a different emotional capacity that we didn't get before. So I completely agree. I love all of your advice. Thank you so much for, again, being a part of this. My last thing that I'd love to ask you is what are your plans for the future? Right. So I guess if you would have asked me that, right, um, as you know, we're saying, I think it was almost exactly two years ago to date that, you know, we went into this pandemic and this lockdown. And if you asked me then, I think I had a clear answer in my head, but obviously it has changed since then. And I think that's a big piece of advice I have for seniors or people who are closer to finishing um, their college career is that your plans are probably going to change and that's okay. And I'm not talking about plans changing because of a pandemic. I'm talking about plans changing because you're a changing person. And I think it's scary when you first consider that, um, what, you know, that your plans are shaking up. What's next for me? I don't know. Um, and that's absolutely okay. I originally intended to go um, directly into graduate school and get my master's in marine science, and I didn't do that. That wasn't the right path for me at the time, um, and it still isn't necessarily the next right step for me. So I think it's always figuring out what your next right step. So at the time, my next right step was to go into quarantine like everybody else, 
Um, but then I actually moved up to uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and I had accepted a job to be an educator um, with the Audubon Society up there. Um, and unfortunately, as I got up there, that job got canceled. And so I, again, had to just find that next right step for me for me in that time. And um, for me, that was just finding a job that would help me pay bills while I was up there. So I took a job working at a small local chocolate factory that handcrafts chocolate all the way um, from cacao to bar um, and learned the whole science behind that as well as um, coffee and doing um, kind of this high-end coffee production. So that was something neat that definitely has nothing to do with my degree, but helped me gain valuable um, people skills and management skills that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, but I came back to Florida. Florida is um, somewhere special in my heart, somewhere I know that I want to work. Um, I came back and took a job or an internship with Florida Fish and Wildlife, rescuing manatees and dolphins. Um, and I absolutely loved that field work. Um, that's what my degree is in, and working with marine mammals was a dream. However, I did see a lot of changes in our environment, and unfortunately negative impacts on our environment that made me really um, understand that we needed to work on changing the culture and the education side of things that were leading to some of these problems. And education has been something I've always done on the side, you know, through ministry work. Um, for years, you know, I have my own preschool ministry class that I teach every weekend. And, um, you know, anyone who knows me in that setting constantly told me that I need to go back to education, but I didn't want to do a traditional classroom setting. Um, so from there, um, I accepted a job at Florida Aquarium, working on developing their summer curriculum, um, teaching camps, um, and working kind of in that realm of environmental education. Um, and I loved that, and that was great. And actually, when I was at Nova Southeastern University, I took an honors class that um, was a seminar, and we got to meet a lot of different um, foundations and different organizations in our community. And I met the Everglades Foundation, which is an environmental nonprofit um, in Florida, a high-profile high environmental nonprofit. Um, and after my time at the aquarium, I was looking for jobs, and I reconnected with them. And now I am the program coordinator for um, all of their education programming in Southwest Florida. So that was all about for me, um, especially during pandemic times, just finding my next right step. And I think that's that's really all you can do in life is figure out what that next right step for you is. And Right now, this is my next right step is um, hopefully thriving in this position and really growing environmental education here um, in Southwest Florida because I think it's so valuable to help um, shape and mold um, the minds of the students here in Florida about their environment um, and what we can do to um, help protect and restore it. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm blown away. I Honestly, I didn't even know that much about all of the the new next steps that you've gone through, but that is honestly amazing. Once again, I just, I can't stop saying how like I'm honored to have you on this podcast and for you to be my first real big guest on my podcast. It's, it's just utterly amazing to see so many people have to, you know, go through similar situation like the pandemic and how you've come out on top. It's honestly an honor to have had you on my podcast. I, I love that we have been able to reconnect and talk and I would love to hear more from, obviously, you in the future, uh, but not just in your goals, but on future podcasts about other topics and situations. And I cannot wait to see what you have in store for so many new next steps and for our Florida wildlife and our Florida ecosystems. I also live in Florida, for those of you who don't know. So it is it is a huge Thing to see somebody take on the Florida ecosystems and environment and try to educate the public about keeping it safe, clean, and making it that much better. 
thank you so much, Tate, and congratulations on all of your new next steps and all of your thank achievements. You. You are honestly an amazing human being and an amazing student, and I cannot wait to see you become that much more amazing as an educator and just a person in Florida. I, I'm so honored to be have been be your friend, be your peer, and someone who got to know you at a university setting. So thank you so much, Tate. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Claudia. It. The honor is all mine, honestly. Oh, you know, I, like I said, it's all about relationships. And had I not met you, you know, my freshman year and had you as my mentor, you know, I don't know what my next right step would have been at that time or where I'd be now. So it all falls into place and, you know, you just pick your next right step. So honestly, it's been an honor to be on your podcast as well.